Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Propaganda returns for 2024. Welcome to the show. Dan here along with Michael and Moscow. Who's the show brought to you with, Michael? Can you remember? Is it still the same guys? Uh, What, Leeds' favourite law firm? That's the ones, yeah, Yeah. Levi Solicitors. And don't restrict yourself to, you know, Leeds. Yeah. Offices around the place. But you can also, do you know what, they've got a website. What, then you can access that from anywhere? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Have a look then, I suppose. Uh, Do you know the address? Just Google it. That's what I, that's what I do. <laughs> Levi solicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. 10% discount on your legal fees if you go via us or give us a mention when you get in touch with Levi's. What what services do you, do you want to? Wills probate conveyancing. Dispute resolution, employment law. All those. Yeah. yeah. Personal injury, all the usual stuff. Yep. Yeah, great. Good stuff. Thank you for that. It's all right. You're welcome. I've, I've refreshed it for the new year, I think. <laughs> by, by being even less competent in the. In the role, I told people to Google something. More adverts should say that. Yeah, if you're interested, just, just Google it. Google it. Right. Yeah. Near enough to a call to action, isn't it? Google it if you're interested. Uh, right then, propaganda is the show where we find out what's being said in the football world, and we have beaten Birmingham. They're probably not very happy because they've, since we recorded the match ball, sacked Wayne Rooney. Boo! They should be delighted. We've done them a favour. The fans must be jumping for joy. Best thing we could have done for them. Admitted, as we said on the match ball, that what they turned up full of all the joys of Wayne. And then uh, within an hour, they were screaming for him to go. So we, we've helped. It was in many ways the ideal outcome that he would come to Ellen Road, have to run the gauntlet, be roundly abused by our fans mm-hmm. for being roundly old Shaped. and bald, <laughs> bald mm. and chubby and stuff. Can you believe he's younger than you? I can't believe he's younger than anyone. He, he, look, he looks... More or less like the oldest man in the stadium yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's not... I mean, he, he looked about 30 when he was 16, though, didn't he? I know when he kind of burst onto the scene with Everton, he was one of the, he took he took a look at. A bit like that darts play that everyone's on about now. Yeah. He did take a look and go, oh, yeah. come on. Come on now. The difference, you could see he was 16, though, when he ran. That's and true. like, throughout his playing career, he would pretty much be, he'd be... He might look a little more... Elderly, like the, the sort of the 1920s equivalent of a, of a a tough paper round. But when he moved, oh yeah, he's a great footballer and a great athlete. Now, I would not want to see him run. I'd quite like, maybe for charity, him and Steve Evans can have a race. <laughs> anyway, he's having a race to the job centre now, isn't he? To find himself new employment. Or is he going to have a break, as has been recommended by some people? I'm glad we got to beat him at least, because it felt unfair that we had to play that good 
brief bit of Birmingham at the start of the season. I've been watching them lose every week since and going, oh, and, even, fair, and even then they weren't that good. No, they weren't. We, they were, we were just a mess at that point, weren't we? They were just they were just fine, weren't they? But he's made them a lot a lot less than fine. Yeah. And, and he, but he's, he's complained about not being able to complete the journey. You can't, you can't complete this journey, this these underlying issues that need addressing in 13 weeks. Can you? You need more time for that. The journey to League One? The journey, well, the journey from 6th down to 20th, yeah. Yeah, he's got. he's done really well. I think the resurgence of Sheffield Wednesday and Birmingham's drop has really made it quite interesting down there because you, you kind of assume that was one of the, the places taken up and yeah. you assumed Birmingham on the fringes of the playoffs would be nowhere near it, but there you go. That's he's, football, isn't it? That's Wayne Rooney's management for you. It was quite interesting in his statement that he didn't say anything about the fans. He thanks Tom Wagner, Tom Brady and Gary Cook, who are the owners and the exec and the um, celebrity gridiron player that they've got in to make them all feel good. And the opportunity they gave me, thanks for them. And then he's on about football's a results business. I should have had more than 13 weeks. Wah, wah, wah. Could take me some time to get over this setback. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, and then finally, I wish Birmingham City FC and its owners my best wishes mm. in the pursuit of their ambitions. But those fans who were telling me to fuck off at Elland Road, they can all go and um, swivel. The owners are the ones that have sacked him. Exactly, but he's still very grateful to Tom them. Tom Brady's shat his white jeans and <laughs> in panic of the relegation, hasn't he? But he would still rather say thank you and pay tribute to them than say anything about the the likes of Jasper Carrot and his uh, fellow Birmingham City fans. Yes. Should we hear from some of those Birmingham City fans then? Is it Jasper Carrot? Yeah, it might as well be. Okay. They've got the same same voice. So what have you got for us then, Michael? You've been trolling the fan channels in the last 24 hours, less than 24 hours mm. or thereabouts. Quick turnaround, yeah. Blues focused though. We're at Ellen Road. What's this podcast about? Yeah, blues. Uh, Focusing on the blues. It's focused on the blues largely. So this is what 1-0 sounds like. I mean, I'm only showing 1-0 so I can have 2-0 to contrast it. Too many times... Didn't get much of that. Boys, you boys, you boys, you boy. Yeah, that's how it sounded. But it was nice. The footage was quite decent, obviously, from where the away fans are, right in front of that cross. Yeah. Captured it well. This is how the uh, the second goal was captured. Was it similar? Not quite. See the second goal? No. Oh. I had to run back to Yeah, I did. But I ran back for it. Yeah, just like Dan Jones just whacked it in. And then we nearly considered the first. Kicked it straight out. Content creators. Having a piss. Right, content creators, number one, buy a microphone. <laughs> Didn't even film himself having a piss. Imagine my disappointment. <laughs> could have cut could have cut that in. <laughs> yeah, great, yeah. Yes. Um yeah, try try to time your pisses a bit better, that's all I'd say. It was nearly half time, wasn't it, I suppose? So there would have been plenty of time to do it then. Maybe maybe thinking I'll beat the rush. The other thing is to maybe really go for that idea because you you're always looking for a unique selling point. Goals as heard from inside different stadium mm. toilets would be a new thing. I imagine, you know, if you did get a good microphone, maybe play with the sound, do something with the echo, does it and the proportions and you know, you're dealing with lots of hard surfaces. Lots of different shapes, some triangular roofs, that kind of thing. Which part of the toilet you're, you're in? Because mm. some will be 
I know the West End toilets, there's a corner, there's a bit of the, the stand kind of slopes down over it, and then but then further away from there, you're near the windows that are out in the corridor. So, um, and you've got a whole, they've got the whole of the championship to go through and then League One next season. <laughs> so it could be uh, something different. Yes. It's just talking about content creators buying microphones and then going for piss. This has reminded me of that scene. Is it in Naked Gun? Yes. When Lieutenant Frank Drebin goes for a piss at City Hall and he's left his microphone on. So um, seek that one out. One for the kids there? Another reference? Cultural, modern? I think it, I think it stands up, does um, yeah. Naked Gun. I, yeah. I still would laugh at it. Good. Rightly or wrongly. Right. Um, nice beaver, etc. So, 2 nil down. Where do we go next? Is it 3 nil down? Yeah, well, this is just a bit of discontentment that is occurring between... This is, I suppose, the bit of the game where you're thinking, if we can get a goal back... Next goal is very important. We might get back yeah, into yeah. this. So the, the, It's a difficult lead 2 nil, isn't it? It is, occasionally. It wasn't really on Monday night, Monday evening. Monday afternoon. Afternoon. Yeah. When was it? New Year's Day. Strange Christmas, New Year period. So the, there's still a bit of hope here and frustration... And then it just ends with with our goal. So this is, it covers a long period. This, but you hear some of the upset. Oh fucking hell! Put it in. Yeah, just take all the fucking pace out of the attack. Brilliant idea. Speed it up. to anything can't string a pass together but expecting to win but expecting something better than this he's so fucking bad at crossing honestly I don't know why he can't anything thank god honestly what the fuck are we doing go backwards backwards do it again how many games do they need to have to lose in order to know that this doesn't work it all game that jump. You won a single header from it. I mean, not denying that Leeds are a good team. I'm just disappointed in us again. Really boring and crap and not worth any bit of the money that we spent to come in. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Feeding on the tears of others. I can kind of see how they've got to that. Yeah, we've been there. We, we, and we were saying it yesterday, weren't we? We came in here after the game and we were like, what were they trying to do? It was just a really clueless, directionless performance. Possession football. Possession from the back. Exciting. What's the, what's the phrase that you used? You mentioned it in your match report. It's, they, well, they wanted fearless football. That's it, fearless it's, football. Um, is what Gary Cook and Tom Brady thought they were getting. What did and, you describe Wayne Rooney as that really tickled my bones? Uh, I, I said at the end that he was a notorious moron. <laughs> um, sort of implying that, because, you know, the big thing about yesterday is like, oh... <laughs> uh, Bamford and Rutter is you know one playing at nine one playing at ten maybe that's the answer for everything and think there's two things it looked good so we've learned that much is that it can work but yeah we need to actually play a team that's any good and then also see if it works away and as part of saying it, it wasn't really tested a team coach by a notorious moron is possibly not the biggest test yes it's a fair description if you want to read that it's on the website squareball.net should we can, I, we, can, I, we, can, we, listen, can we listen to this bit I was just going to say, come back to me in a second. All right. I just want to see if you can hear the moment at which it turns on Rooney. That's all. Starting off with Leeds fans, finishing off with the whole ground singing it. It's always nice. Again, we've been there. Yeah. We've been there. You're like, yeah, actually, <laughs> it is time for this. Tear it all down. 
Yeah, it'd be nice to see some of Wayne Rooney's old tweets being rehashed today as well. Like the one where he tweeted at himself in 2011, um, I'll put you asleep within 10 seconds, you little girl. Don't say stuff and not follow up on it. I'll be waiting. <laughs> was it when he, when he offered to at, pick up Rio? I'll see you in the morning, Rio. Was that one resurfaced? That's at Wayne Rooney. He tweeted that. <laughs> notorious moron. Like you say, notorious moron. <laughs> oh, dear me. And uh... <laughs> I think there's something quite nice and innocent about the days of footballers actually using Twitter on their own accounts yeah. and calling people little girls. <laughs> Threatening to knock him out. Anyway. Well, Ross McCormack with triangle head is always the one that we <laughs> got. What, wasn't it? What's your problem, triangle head? <laughs> oh, dear. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So at this point, anyway, it's obviously it's turned on Rooney. So there's a bit more upset at Rooney here. And then there's a little mention of when we played him earlier in the season as well, which I just thought was quite interesting. How different the reverse fixture was. Oh, I know, yeah. That's probably my favourite game probably ever. Favourite game favorite ever? Favourite game probably ever. Wow, a 1-0 pen- late penalty win against Leeds. It was shit, that game as well. It's awful, and, I mean, it? I know we were bad, but they were not really any better. Yeah. Imagine that being your favourite game ever. That day, it, it is kind of an illustration of how far we've gone. It's kind of interesting as well with what Fark was saying about Rutter needing some time to learn to be a, a number 10. Everyone's like, why didn't you do this weeks ago? And his implication afterwards, the game was like, well, we tried this six weeks ago, he wouldn't have known how to do it. So he's, we've been teaching him to um, not showboat, which I don't think is quite sunk in yet. All that kind of stuff. But the team that day, back four's all right, but it's Luke Ayling at right back with Charlie Creswell there. And then Strauch and Byron midfield, Ampadu and Gray, still think that's a good midfield. But then ahead of them, Dan James, Perveda, Shackleton and Gelhart. Mm. This was a different um, time. What's he called? Farker said it felt like a different season the other day. We had Klaassen and Darlow on the bench. Leo Hjelder, Darko JB, Lewis Bate, Cody Drama of Birmingham City now. So yeah, 
things have changed quite a lot. Is he injured at the minute then, Drummer, presumably? Couldn't play against he's on us because he's on loan. Ah, yes. That, that old chestnut. Mm. Didn't think you, of that, you did kind of, we do, Yeah, we do technically still own him, but we're not going to in think, a bit. I think there was some confusion about that because when I was reading pre-match from the Birmingham end, the, the reporters were like, uh, Cody Drummer has said he thinks he is not allowed to play. <laughs> Against Leeds, and it was like, well, could you? Is there any way you could? Well, I mean, do you reckon um, Wayne Rooney's on top of matters like this? Well, exactly. There's going to be somebody there that either the reporters or Cody Drama could ask to figure this out. Because <laughs> the the worst thing that could have happened, or the least surprising thing, would have been Wayne Rooney going, like, "Why can't he play? Mm. Stick him in the team anyway." And then it's a what a ten point deduction. <laughs> get relegated as a result. That'd have been a great parting shot to get, actually get him a points deduction. All, all the Leeds lot going, lads, you can't play him. Don't you tell me what to do. Um, right then, let's hear his reception at full time. You mentioned this on the match ball, actually, Moscow. Seems like an accurate assessment of the situation. And he did fuck off. Yep. Not option. Although you were just telling me before we started recording, he's still at the training ground or something. It's not clear whether this was somebody taking the piss, like one of the uh, slight spoof journalist accounts, suggesting that he'd essentially barricaded himself oh, okay, in fair enough. and refused to leave until his backroom team were paid off. He was furious arguments had taken place. Even if it's not true, I like to think it's true. Fair enough. His backroom team being Ashley, Ashley Cole. Cole and John O'Shea. Yeah. Great bunch of lads. Yeah. Yes, I once, um, when I was DJing in Manchester on Friday nights before I retired from all that business, his brother came in. Looks just like him. Wayne Rooney? Yeah. Did he get ID'd on the way in? <laughs> no. No, I didn't think so. No, no, no. Right. Do you, do you want to stick with Birmingham or do you want a little, do you want a little diversion to Johnny United? Oh, is he, is he back in business, is he? Uh, is, he is he still going? Yeah. I got this down to a minute. Right. But he's very much, um, is he sticking on he's, brand? He's, he's doing his usual, yeah. Absolutely shocking performance from start to finish. No life in it, no intensity, no plan, no clue, shite. But we're accustomed to that now because that's what this manager does. He produces consistently shit football. He hasn't got a fucking clue. For example, today, takes off Kobe Manu for Scott McTominay. Why? You might as well replace him with a fucking traffic cone because he's fucking shit. Oh, but he's got a few goals this season. All of a sudden, he's a good midfielder. He's fucking shit, and he needs fucking selling. As do 90% of this fucking squad, which I've been saying consistently. But you've still got my United fans coming at me because I'm 10 ag out. Why would I back an incompetent manager? Why would you back an incompetent manager? Do you like punishment? This manager is showing consistently he's incompetent. So why would you back that? He's not good enough, and he's fucking sacking. He should have been sacked ages ago. But you'll carry on backing this manager. Big, bad Man United accounts with fucking big, big, big followings are still backing this manager. You're fucking idiots. But people still want to back this manager. You're fucking idiots. Absolute idiots. And we're a big fucking problem in this fan base. Backing incompetence there all the time. Fucking bollocks. Have a good evening. Take care. <laughs> He's very consistent. He's great. Isn't he? I miss him. My usual dose of, uh, of Johnny United. I'd hate to meet him on a night out. Why? Because he'd terrify me, I think. Probably quite hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll pass on your address. No, I don't. He just followed me on Twitter, actually. Really? I think it's because I followed him and then I saw he followed me back and I am followed. <laughs> I went, oh no. Why did you shadow block him? Shadow block? Like, no, because I need to check his account, don't I? Because that's uh, where he puts the videos. That's true, yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, Johnny, if you just are watching careful. or listening, we have. Yeah, I'm just glad I don't live in the same town as him. To a fellow Bradfordian, mm. it's lo- it's lovely to see you keep up the great work. Which bit of Bradford do you live in? I don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. Can no. you not remember? I'm in Bravo Delta 10. That's all you need to know. Fair do. That sector. One last bit of Birmingham. Yeah. They, well, say Birmingham. There's a, there's a chance this guy's actually in the room with us now, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Positives. I thought Tyler Roberts looked really good when he came on. I was really impressed with him, but to me, like, you know, I don't know why you don't start him, you know what I mean? I don't know why you don't start him. He's been injured all season, hasn't he? Kind of typically. Yeah. But gradually coming and in. a desperate lack of end product would <laughs> be the other reason I wouldn't start him. Well, I mean, this it's been like, who who even knows? He's probably, he's in that Bamford zone, isn't he, where you don't know what he is anymore? Because he's just been, you know, went to QPR, that all oh, this will find something out about him injured. I know what he is. Not our problem anymore. No, it was nice to see him. Um, and he did come out. He, he really, really tried to take some people on um, in a sort of non-consequential area in the middle of the pitch, which kind of gave me flashbacks to that Newcastle game, which I still think was Rafinha's fault. But <laughs> um, yeah, he's gradually, he's, he's been, I think he's had one start since he went there. And then the last couple of weeks, I think he must have uh, recovered from his injury. So he started coming off the bench. So what they just need new manager who can get the best out of him. And there have been on the Birmingham forums some people suggesting that they should go get Marcelo Bielsa. So... I thought, I thought you were going to advocate for him for player manager then for a second. He could be. Well, if anybody's going to get the best, knows how to get the best out of Tyler Roberts, it is Tyler Roberts. There's mm. also obviously... He speaks the language as well, doesn't he? Because he's from like West Bromwich or somewhere, isn't he? He knows the region. <laughs> there have also been people advocating for Jesse Marsh going to Birmingham, mm. I think he tends to crop up with these jobs as well. And of course, he Jesse would, later for you. He would um, help, he would just run Roberts into the ground again. He'd just be a repeat of Leicester where he's like, oh, we're, you know, I can't believe Marcelo overtrained these players and, you know, didn't help them recover. And that guy whose hamstrings have, have <laughs> rotted to bits and can't move <laughs> can just stay out on the pitch because he's a warrior. And yeah, we won't see him again for a year. Do you know he's not overtrained, Wayne Rooney? <laughs> He's had a good old rest I since, if that's part since of, retirement. One of the things I thought about Birmingham is that bunch of players look like they really hate him mm. as well. And the whole the thing with uh, that's been coming through with him saying, or what observers have been saying, this fearless football thing where he wants them all to be possession based and high octane and stuff is that they were never they weren't trained for that in pre season. So he's been trying to get them fit. And you know how arsed must John Ruddy be at thirty seven years old? It's like right, we're going to transform you into a sweeper keeper and you have got to get super fit. It's like, Fuck off! I'm thirty seven. I just came here to just like to just stop some shots. John Eustace said mm-hmm. we would be playing direct and we would get we'd get wins and we might get the playoffs. And I could see out my career at Wembley. What the fuck are you doing, making me? Why am I watching videos of Barcelona fucking circa twenty twelve? I'm not learning how to do that. I'm old. <laughs> he did have a nice moment with the cop actually. He brought he fell for the applause thing. Oh, classic! But then he took it very well and he seems to appreciate it. So yeah, I always I always enjoy it when a keeper enjoys it. Yeah. He's Good. been round the block, hasn't he? And he probably still... Let's, I mean, they're practically the same age, Wayne Rudy and John Ruddy as well. So mm. if you're John Ruddy in this fucking upstart, I know we've won some stuff. One of them's John Ruddy, the other <laughs> one's just Ruddy. Hey, there we go. Let's have a look at John Ruddy's face. <laughs> we'll see if he looks better, Nick, than uh, Wayne Rooney. He de- he, well, I can tell you he does. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> if, if he's... Uh, <laughs> If you don't know what even what a person looks like, you can take a fair stab that they look better than Wayne Rooney. Imagine, yeah. So imagine being John Ruddy and then Wayne Rooney turns up to you and going, "Hey, you're not fit enough. <laughs> Fuck off." 
Right then, let's hear more from that, the, the boy in blue. Yeah, that was we? actually the boy in blue, not Moscow. But this uh, this is from this morning when there was the speculation about Rooney starting to grow, and he was doing Which a li- part of him. <laughs> he was doing a live stream, <laughs> and he just completely fails to read a headline here and has got the wrong end of the stick entirely. But I did find it quite funny. Uh, Birmingham World headline: Birmingham City next manager, former Sunderland, Nottingham Forest, and Leeds United men. Favourites as Wayne Rooney, pressures grow. So it looks like that Leeds United are after a new manager, which is like another, could it be another Birmingham scenario? They're sitting fourth in the table and they're after a new manager. It's just, it's just, uh, just baffling, isn't it? Like, He's not wrong, it is baffling. <laughs> that, that really is uh, difficult to grasp. Certainly baffled him. <laughs> can't, I can't believe it's Sunderland, Leeds. They've all sacked the managers again. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking that so calmly as well, given within... What, 12 hours of roundly trousing Birmingham 3 now? Oh no, maybe they've got a bit mad there. And that is the danger, it should be said, of live streaming, isn't it? That you will, like, your brain will just take over your mouth. Mm. Or the other way around, rather. Yeah, dangerous, dangerous business. Do you want to re record that? (laughs) No, I I stand by it. It isn't even live. Well, speaking of mouth taking over brains, should we hear from Jesse? Yeah, definitely. I've I've really missed hearing him talking for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere he's, he's, before Christmas, wasn't he? Apart from all the exclusive interviews, we've barely heard from him, have we? Now, well, now he's got a podcast, thankfully, with he's called "Call It What You Want," right? From CBS, you know what I want to call it. Where they're discussing the US. Boring. M&T. CBS are giving him a platform, then are they? Seems like it. Those guys. And he's discussing Brendan Aronson. Well, it's actually a, a wider discussion about all the players in the national team who need a move because their careers are all being ruined by other people. Yeah, as is the standard <laughs> thing. Only Weston McKenney is getting any respect anymore, isn't there? Yeah, and it's so, a, it is a respect-based business, isn't it? Yeah. So th- this is discussing Brendan Aronson and his potential return to Leeds. They're they're talking about that maybe Union Union wants to send him back. And then Leeds has talked a little bit about, yeah, they'd be open to, to bring him back. I'm not sure how excited he would be about that opportunity. I know that we had a really good time when we were in Leeds together. I'm just not sure where everything stands right now. They had a really good time. Glad you did. When yeah. they were in Leeds together. Because we didn't because it was shit. Maybe that's, maybe that's what it, how it's going to break down. Union. Glass Union. Union have decided they don't want him anymore because he's rubbish. And... Brendan is like, oh well, hey, maybe I'll go back to Leeds, and Leeds are <laughs> Leeds are like saying, yeah, we'll have you. But then Brendan suddenly putting his conditions down is, I'm only coming back to Leeds if you give Jesse his job back, as if all these things will go. And it's probably only a matter of days until Jesse's having to do his last, uh, call it what you want, podcast where he's like, guys, got a job, so Leeds taking me back, gonna get them. Probably he always said, didn't he, that um, it would have been better for him just to take us down because he would have had time in the championship with 46 games to teach mm. all those players how to play his way. And so, him and Brendan had such a good time getting relegated in mm. the first place that it'd be like, should we do it? Do you know what? Should we do I, it again? I feel like we've really missed out. Little little bid into Bournemouth saying, you know, oh, you know, after uh, six months of Premier League rehab. Um, God, Tyler, he talks such bollocks, doesn't he? Tyler, well, uh, this I've is me the, talking. Not, I was on about you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. There's another clip anyway of Jesse. There's a, I'll let you... Have a, you've not heard this clip, have you? Either no, of you? So, no. Um, he's talking here about what Brendan needs to do to get back on track with his career. Is this really getting into the technicalities? Can, and... can you... Well, I'll, this for you. It's for the listeners. Can right. you guess what he, what he thinks he needs to do? But I would often say to him, like, don't worry about 
letting me down or your teammates down. You have to have a little bit more of a son of a bitch mentality that says, give me the ball. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of this. I got this. I'm going to run with it. And I think with everything that went on with Leeds, that the pressure started to mount with him a little bit. And then he internalizes it and he starts to become a little bit too nervous on the pitch instead of being his fearless, free self where he just goes out and plays. Basically the same thing he said every week still isn't it mm -hmm. they need they're scared those players are scared yeah. they need to, he needs to just get the ball and run with it do you know why they were scared right in the fucking you know why, middle. They were, why they were scared and they felt pressure because we kept losing and we were shit that's why that's one of the reasons that and any yeah. any time they needed somebody to kind of take the stress away from them or re relieve the pressure they looked over at the dugout and it's him going they're scared they're scared <laughs> it's not going to calm you down is it <sighs> Damn. Yeah, as you can tell I still do not find Jesse Marsh a particularly soothing presence, even at this distance, like just 30 seconds of listening to him on some podcast saying mild things about mm. Brendan Aronson. It's like my my stress is not being lessened by his return to my brain. Mm. On, on tiresome uh, windbags, Rory, I've not got a clip. Scum, so, scum one. He Chelsea did a, Rory with his hot takes, is it? Scum one, he did a video, I'm on United back. No. Is, is the answer to that. He's done one since, saying Man what, United, United, what, what Man United need to do to fix himself. Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, was the gist of it. Um, do you want to hear, should we finish on a bit of Webby and O'Neill and have a bit, a little tiny bit of Millwall in between? Okay, go on then. Because I like, I like the Millwall bloke, I have to say, Lions TV. He does these little songs, particularly when they've won. <laughs> He's in a pub here. Completely some, indecipherable. As you'll find in a minute, it's changed basically all the lyrics and the tune to this one. But he's, he's in a pub and there's a picture with some owls behind him. Yep. And it, it results in this. Mr. Owl, Mr. Owl's cousin. I feel like Chevy Chase. I'll be your buddy. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go. Now call me Owl. Call him Owl. I'm going to be your buddy. I'm a ditching ball. <laughs> it got into almost Vic Reeves' club, club singer there, didn't it? That is. That is great. The leap from owl to owl is genius. Yeah, and then yeah. he doesn't know any other words. <laughs> Don't need either. to. Don't need to. Just even having that thought is great. Did you remember that guy who, I think he did try to run for president, but he's an environmentalist now in America. Do you remember the guy? Al Gore? Al Gore, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember yeah. him? Owl and Shearer. Yep. Another one. <laughs> good, good. I was pleased with your joke. Yeah. Owl and Smith. Ow. Yeah. Should we go Webby and O'Neill? <laughs> yeah, that's the best we can do. All right. Should we hear them in... in Webby, Webby and Owl Neil. Owl Neil, yeah. Owl Neil, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's just O'Neill, actually. I bet they're a hoot. There's no Webby on they? this. I bet they're a hoot. Yeah. yeah I bet yeah. they're so mad about Leeds, uh, about Man United losing, that their heads are spinning. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let's hear from them in happier times. Are they eating mice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Webby's got the teeth for it. I think he's... <laughs> Maybe you put it in a blender first. <laughs> Don't put mice in blenders. Might be an option. No. No? No, probably not. Fair enough. Uh, this is O'Neill anyway when they beat Aston Villa. It just shows you that this team is with the manager, that the players are with each other, the way they work for each other. I thought it was excellent. And what you've seen for the first time was fight. That's all we've asked for. We, a lot of people came to this game. They didn't really have much hope. But tonight was an excellent performance and a fight back, right, which goes back many, many years as all well. like, this is Manchester United. United didn't will, and that was the great thing to see tonight. They never gave up, none of them. 
So something has dramatically changed inside that stadium, inside the manager, inside the players. You've seen from the players that the fans gave them the fighting spirit. How many people out there in this world of hating Manchester United are ill? And that's the great thing, they're ill. Tonight, they were all waiting that Eric Ten Hag's getting sacked in the morning, right? And the players were getting sacked, or the players had like, sort of like, threw him under the bus. Tonight, they shown they're not throwing Eric Ten Hag under the bus, that they're prepared to work for the team, for the badge and the shirt and everything else, what goes with it. And most of all, the fans, they heard the fans and they they praised the fans there tonight. They were going mad on the pitch and after the final whistle. And it was just fantastic to see. No one's give up at this club. Eric Ten Hag's going nowhere. And a lot of these players ain't going nowhere. What was on that pitch tonight? Yeah. Wow. Rousing. I'm confused. So the Aston Villa game. Who was, all, who was inside who? Well, that's one thing that changes inside. But then all these fans who were ill, was there, was there some kind of, they allowed, like they gave tickets out of the hospital and everybody came down, was like wheeled in. in I mean, I'm imagining that the entire crowd was just people, people bandaged were, from did head it, to toe. Did he mean ill in the rap sense? I think people were sick. Because they'd seen inside Eric Ten Hag one way or another. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what he was doing. Right. It, there was an angle. That's just speculation. That <laughs> very good. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, it's confusing though, isn't it? Mm. He was pleased anyway. That, and that's the important thing, as long it's, as he's happy. It, the yeah. Manchester United Football Club. Yeah, this because that's what it is, isn't it? The, yeah, the ten, yeah, the beat Aston Villa though, three yeah. two. Yeah. I have a slightly different interpretation of what Man United were doing in that game, but I think We'll wait until we hear the next clip and see if it will still hold out. I mean, see if he it, needs to hear it from me. That was a long time ago, though, was that clip? Yeah. That was a week ago. Yeah. Full week ago. Oh, and a week is a long time in the game of football, they've, isn't they've it? They've lost to Forest since, uh, and then this happened. Well, that first half was abysmal. United were given the ball at the back all the time in the world, and they did nothing with it. The midfield, no creativity, didn't want the ball. Toothless up front. United just did didn't do anything, didn't show anything. Absolutely abysmal. I mean, it was poor. Another away defeat. Uh, and, and it can't go on. It's it's terrible, this. I don't see it turning round now. This isn't going to change. There has to be a big clear out, personnel and everything, because this today just pinpoints what's been going on all season. United just can't do it when it's needed. No one, <laughs> No one's thrown this manager under the bus. These players have shown... Fucking get rid of all of them. Yeah, you can see the, the, the endemic problems. Yeah, I think I can help here. I think they're missing something. And what they're missing is that the Villa game kind of showed that when those players can be asked, they'll win. Mm. Like, because they were, what were they, 2 0 down in mm. that match? They came back. And I think there's, at some point it'll kick in with players sometimes where they'll just go, oh, look, this is ridiculous. I'm a 2 0 down to, to these. We can beat them. Let's, let's come on, we'll win. But the reason that that doesn't happen more often, it wasn't like a turning point. It wasn't them feeding off the fans. It's just that 90% of the time, players like Bruno Fernandes just don't give a fuck and cannot be bothered. And so, because they're all horrible, they're the kind of, you know, what kind of player signs for Man United? You end up with a kind of player who signs for Man United and none of the players who play for Man United give a fuck, <laughs> apart from occasionally. And this just proves that if they actually gave a fuck, that it would take a very small amount of effort for what is a bunch of actually quite talented footballers go, should we just win the league? <laughs> but then they're like, oh, fuck it. I mean, Sounds quite tiring. Getting paid quite a lot, aren't we? And I was like, oh, 10 hugs, fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. And all the, the fans are pretty sick. 
If they do change manager, Wayne, it's got to be, hasn't it? He knows the club. Mm-hmm. People are saying they're not trying. If he's there threatening to put them all asleep in ten <laughs> seconds, that could be an option. And also for people who are uh, ill, they yeah. could be put to sleep as well and the suffering. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. It's an I option. Mean, so Manchester United go to Wigan in the FA Cup uh, on Monday the 8th of I mean, they'll win that. Of January. But what if they didn't? And now that could be one of the all-time greats. It'd be good as well because they wouldn't sack him for that. Oh, they would. Sure, no, no. They'd, they'd brave it out. I don't think they'd... Well, they'd got... go like, oh, free resort, he made some changes... You know, reserve, mm. there'll be a reserve goalkeeper who throws the ball in the net or something, who then will probably be the keeper. Who is their reserve keeper? Because um, Onana's going away to AFCON, isn't he? If I always think he's he's mithering about when he meets up with them. So they're going to have a second-choice goalkeeper. De Gea is just floating around Manchester having dinner all the time, just not giving a, another one. De Gea, there's some attention on why on how come he's always in Manchester wrestlers. I don't think he's changed either. I think he's living exactly the life that all the Man United players are living, where he just does not give a fuck about what happens at Man United in training or in games. The only difference is he's not playing for them anymore. Mm. So I think they'll get away with losing to... I think Ten Hag will get away with losing to Wigan. We'd have some very entertaining meltdowns. Who does he play next in the Premier League after that? No idea. Okay, Couldn't care less. They'll probably... Well, it'll be funny when it, when it happens. They'd probably win that to get Wigan out. Says, oh, Wigan was a blip and then won't, lose another, uh, won't win another game all season. They seem to have Tom Heaton there. As a reserve goalkeeper. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, won't it? That makes sense. And who have they got in the... Because um, they brought Johnny Evans back. But wasn't there somebody else in the under-21s who was kind of like the player-manager-experienced type? They can get him in. Uh, on I know sun- too much about them. Sunday, also sun- not enough. Sunday the 14th of January, they've got Spurs at Old Trafford, which has the potential to go really poisonous if, uh, if Spurs get their act together for that game. Could be fun. It's a big if, though, with Spurs, isn't it? It's always the shame. Will they get their act together? Goalkeepers, somebody called Altai Bender, and then 37-year-old Tom Heaton. Maybe the emergency loan for John Ruddy. Mm. They want a keeper who's uh, good with his feet, aren't they? It'll be Wayne Rooney's first signing when he takes over as manager of that Spurs game, aren't he? He would fucking hate it. Imagine being John Ruddy. You've got dream move to the Premier League. Wow, I thought, I thought... I thought that was all over for me. Yeah, Wayne wants you at Man United. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> right, well, we'll wrap up propaganda there. More, hopefully, next week, celebrating uh, Man United losing at Wigan. And, uh, and our glorious FA Cup run. The start of our glorious FA Cup run. The road to Wembley. Mm. That's what next episode's going to be called. <laughs> we'll see you on that. See you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.